Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 613. And today we're looking into part two of the city of Gene Key 30th, which is Rapture. And yesterday we dived into this manifestation of the burning of the personality. This is a... a, a what some traditions uh, would call the dark night of the body. There are some documents somewhere um, that talk about um, Jesus going through this in India. Uh, it took him about 30 days or so. And, and there's many people that go through this. Um, in India, there's it's, it's common. They, they call the ecstatics. And these are people that are just, you know, the whole... Uh, what's called a, a nervous system, the the solar plexus, you know, lights up with the divine light of creation, and you get uh, at the beginning is just you know fevers and and it's basically your DNA is being reconfigured, and uh, but um, you know at some point these are the different layers of it, different uh, moments and different experiences. Um, but it burns out uh, the the blockages in the uh, in the uh, nervous system flow of uh, electricity, and it goes through the uh, spinal column through the, uh, through the through the nervous system, and it's is the light of God. This is the divine fire, right? And 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 it 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 burns away everything that that we identify with. Uh, all the personality goes away with this one, and this is connected with the um, with the twenty ninth programming partner Jinky of devotion, the city of devotion. So both lead to each other, and as we always talk about, this cities is not something that we are uh, we can actively find or pursue, um, but they're the consequence of uh, no longer wanting them. But no no longer wanting them, not in the sense of like Advaita Vedanta, uh, which they are saying, well, there is no seeking, so I might not just seek anything. And then, but they're still stuck in, 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 in the face of seeking and they're pretending that it's not. Because you have to go through the seeking of the spiritual journey, even though ultimately that's going to uh, be a, a hindrance towards your <laughs> awakening. <laughs> So it's a it's a catch twenty two is is the paradox right? We talked a little bit about the paradox yesterday, but you reach a point when there's no longer any desire, and it's not it's not that there's you see there goes the paradox. All of these cities are paradox paradoxical. It's not that there's no longer any desire. Is that all desires have converged in the ultimate desire of just. Uh, um, returning to the source which at the very core it's it's that but we are kind of like up here in the ending of the branches and we go back 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 to the trunk and then go back 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 down into the roots and then all the way down to the very end of the roots that's where we find the origin of all of our life of all of our seeking and that is uh, returning to the absolute presence and and that is um at that point, there's no time. 
Because time exists only in consciousness, only when we are traveling uh, in our desires, when we are not completely focused on something, when we are wanting it, when we and, and this is the desire of the of the of the shadow of this jinky, and connected with the half-heartedness of programming jinky programming partner twenty nine, right? We went through the lightness of the of the gift when we accept our desires, but we're no longer ruled by their our desires. We're no longer a victim of our desires. We're 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 accepting it. We're embracing them. We're we're sitting with them and let us. Uh, we we allow them to be within ourselves. And if at some point you necessarily feel like you need to pursue one of these, you do so. But uh, you're coming from a place of giving. So with an open heart, it's going to be a very different experience that you trying to seek something from someone or taking. Because taking only happens when you don't have. And in order to have the open heart, you have to have the, the source of, of, of all energy and information, which is the love of God. With an open heart, we have the lightness to thread through our life and experience our desires uh, if need be, and if not, really become them within. Because there's many desires that you may have that you could understand that they're not really going to uh, to heal life, but they're going to uh, to harm life. And so you understand that your job is to let them sit within you until the divine light of creation f burns them. Because this is the key. This is this uh, hexagram in the... In the I Ching, the Jinky 30, hexagram 30, uh, it's the clinging fire. So it's going to burn it down. And we're already, lightness is at some point is is light, but it's also that light that lights the fire. It's also that that match, that, that spark. And so this is the beginning of the ultimate burning of the whole, um, um, what they call a Kundalini awakening. Kundalini rising, it's, it's going to burn. Burn all the blockages of of the um, uh, nervous system, th so that Holy Spirit can pass through. And Holy Spirit is is not is not human. And what I mean by that is that there is no longer time, there is no longer polarity, there is no longer separation. There there is just life, present and eternal and uh, ever, ever expanding, but not in time. But uh, uh, it's it's recognizing that uh, journey from from point zero, from the beginning of this womb, this multiverse, all the way through the ending of that closure of that experience of all of God it manifested as all the entities throughout the entire universe or the entire multiverse, um, and then collapsing back into, into carrying all of that uh, experience and that knowledge of what is it to, to live a life in a, in, a, in a universe where it's uh, uh, coded to uh, not have itself. And, and, and then returning to that journey of now having. And that is, that is our job here to uh, live a life with that inner kind of tattooed code in our DNA that it's we are not good enough we are not worthy of love and to and to have that inner burning always constantly pushing you forward to to expand 
And at some point we we sutter that sacred wound and heal it and return back, coil that kundalini, and now it's it opens up and it it it, it rises through the seals. It's it's a it's a it's a helix. They the ancient uh, um, symbol of this would be the um, the caduceus, right? Uh, you have these two snakes around this uh, staff with wings, right? That is the um, the symbol of of medicine, because that's ultimately what it is, right? This is very ancient uh, mystic uh, occult knowledge, right? That that it's being used. A lot of these symbols go out and they get perverted and used in the in, you know, for nefarious, stupid, because it's power. The symbols hold hold power, but um, but if not used properly, they they degenerate, right? But what it means is that awakening of the kundalini, uh, burning down the personality, burning out all of these uh, closed um, blockages in the electromagnetic field. This is the purpose of yoga. Ultimately, the the, the, the Hatha yoga is really just uh, so that all of these blockages within the body are released so that you could allow Holy Spirit to pass through. And, and it takes a lot of work to, to clear all of these blockages. But when it happens, uh, it opens up. And but ultimately, this rapture is not something that you seek as a spiritual uh, goal, because the seeking of it will keep you away from reaching it. It's when you have become so light, so enamored with life, that at some moment, in a moment, when you suddenly have an experience with a flower, with a sunrise, with Making love, it opens up. And this is the gift from God. When we're ready, when you no longer want it. And this is why, uh, you know, you can't fall for those traps of some uh, spiritual traditions which say it's like there is no seeking. Because you have to do the seeking until the seeking leaves you. And that's the, the journey of desire. You have to go through all of these uh, callings for experience that you have as, as a burning desire and at some point it's just like you've been you know you used to hang out with the guys and drink beer and, and and you know 20 years later you're like oh my god that sounds awful you know i'm just gonna get heartburn and get fat you know, the beer doesn't even make me you know doesn't get me high anymore you had that experience and now it's done and, and 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 throughout all of incarnations, we've had all of these experiences, and we're coming to the end. And I mean, the end is you know still a thousand years ago, uh, you know, uh, ahead of us. But we're very, 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 very close. This is the awakening of Christ consciousness right now, and every one of these cities is an entrance point in, into um, into the the last room, the seventh room, the seventh body where all of the bodies collapse. And we talked about all of this in Jinky 22, if you want to listen to those episodes, or like 20 or something episodes, where we go into the whole process of the collapsing of the seven bodies and what ascension really means. Because ultimately, um, this isn't about something you do, but it's something that you let go of. You let go of this need to, uh, to uh, be something that you're not. We're constantly craving for living here because this isn't our natural habitat. 
And so when we fully embody, when we fully properly land here all the way up to death and fully embrace that, I'm not saying it's easy, but that is the path. And you're completely relaxed because it's all about relaxing, getting through this gift in this case with this jinky because they're all the same through this jinky of lightness. And now you're no longer even seeking God. You're you're just living your simple life with joy in your heart, and 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 uh, no no longer uh, at some point no longer anything can trigger you anymore because you don't have any attachments. Boom! Then God says you're ready. Here is the rapture, and in India we have all this, uh, um, and on all the places, not just India but Africa too and South America, but mostly India they they recognize this ecstatics. And they treat them with, uh, with uh, they rever- revere them uh, in some places, you know. Some of these people are just, they live in, in tents and they're naked and they're having their dong hanging. <laughs> I mean, you've seen the picture, paint themselves and they start dancing and they're on a whole other level. And uh, a lot of it we don't understand. These people would be put in a, a mental institution here because it's, it's beyond humanity. This stuff is, is not... It's not to satisfy any boxes that we've built in this reality. It's, it's an experience of the dissolution of, of everything that we call humanity at a human level and, 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 and entering into a completely different state of existence. So we're going to be looking into that uh, today. What is Shakti and what is Bhakti and, and the relationship of this uh, evolution, evolution of consciousness colliding to the point that we, we create this six-pointed star that is the basically the star of the master, the star of the initiate, right? And and when when you go or when the master goes through the dark night of the body, that is the next step on the evolution. It's not even the dark night of the soul because uh, or, or there are several, you know, dark night of the souls, if you want to call it like that. But that's a, that's for another day. But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, we have five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and listen to episode 256. That explains what we're doing here. It's a place, it's a place to start. Uh, we are using this map called the Hologenetic Profile. Uh, to learn how to heal ourselves, how to rescue the misunderstanding, the 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 splintered parts of our of our attention that uh, are are focused in the unconscious, and we're rescuing those misunderstandings of reality. We call them shadows, and 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 integrating it so that we our, our attention could be in the present. We're collapsing time by understanding all of these undigested experiences that we've had through many lifetimes through. And they all accumulate, always coming to this lifetime. You have everything in this lifetime. You can go and do ancient work and, you know, history work and your uh, what's the ancestor work and all that stuff, if that's what, you, what you're called to do. But you don't have to. All you have to do is really look into your childhood and, and rescue that child that doesn't know how to digest life properly. And that's our work here. And so in that place, there's a, in that uh, page, there's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized whole genetic profile. Click on that one. That'll take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your map. 
This is called the hologenetic profile, and it's a very specific, it's a tailored map for you, for your body in this incarnation, and in, in, in your spiritual challenges, right? Your spiritual points of of um, of attention, and and we we're looking into this eleven points to uh, create a. a, a reconstruction of our uh, attention in the present and that's what we're doing here and and that's just the entry point because ultimately this that's 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 a trick you know just to get you focusing your attention on 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 the love of god passing through your heart and opening you up but the true uh full spectrum of the work is the 64 jinkies that we're going through right now it's it's understanding all of life experiences, which is all the same. Are you living life with a closed heart, afraid, and trying to control every situation so that you can create safety and security when the nature of life is constant change? And that's what we're living in this reality. This is our modus operandi of the matrix. And so when we open the heart, a completely new civilization arises. And this is what we're focusing on to create and we're in the middle of an awakening. On that page, uh, you can see all of, uh, there's tons of information on that page. There's an index. We have over 300 episodes that talk about that map. You can search. There's a search at the bottom, of the top of the page. And there's charts and there's links and there's uh, uh, resources. All of that is on that page. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, what's our goal with this uh, podcast and this brand, go to the About page and, and listen to episode one. And number one is heal ourselves. Heal ourselves. That's priority number one. Without that, we have nothing. We can't give what we don't have. And then number two, once you've opened the heart, the light of God doesn't stay with you. It passes through you. It, it fills you with love and, and with care and, 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 and ultimately awakens all of your, awakens your DNA. But it keeps going. It can't stop on you. The love is giving. So... The next step is look as we looked into our shadows, our darkness, and we shone the light on our unconscious. Uh, it continues uh, as, as you awaken. Uh, now you shine that light into the world, into the darkness of the world, realizing the lie and the illusions that we're living in, in that we're meshed in the matrix right now and um, awakening to the truth of what's really going on. And when we do that, now we have a reference point for movement because movement needs two points, point A and point B. Without knowing the truth, you can't go anywhere because you're living in an illusion. And, and a lot of the people in the world right now are living in an illusion. It's called mass formation psychosis. And on that page, there's a resources section on the about page of TV. There's a resources section and, and, and there we have several uh, um, um, items there where we're talking about what is mass formation psychosis, what is this uh, attack that we had in the last three years uh, with this um, you know, bioweapon and, uh, and, and how people have given their power away to be branded at a genetic level with this um, vaccine that is not a vaccine, it's an mRNA bioweapon that it changes your DNA and it, and it, it curtails your evolution. And, you know, I'm not giving, you know, I'm not saying that there is not an antidote to that because, you know, God is God. So, but so far, it's about really awakening that, uh, um, stop giving our power away to the lies of the world and the lies of those who have subverted truth. 
And we have uh, right now all over the world is people are as they took because now we have curtailed this this take this uh, uh, in quotes health takeover right with the masks and the mandates and everything was really a worldwide coup d'état. And it's still going now. It's getting political and then it's going to get economic. And all of this is part of our initiation. Our work here is this initiation is a test of humanity. And our test is to be able to differentiate the truth from lies. And that can only happen when you're listening to the voice of God within your heart. When you open your heart, when you listen to your intuition, when you navigate your reality and realize that you have to have the courage to walk alone when everybody says that you're insane. But uh, as, as reality is unfolding, as, as truth is coming out, people are finding out the unvaccinated are not dying. And tons of millions of people worldwide are dying and are getting all sorts of adverse reactions to this bioweapon from uh, myocarditis to pericarditis, uh, Bell's palsy, uh, 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 world-class athletes collapsing on the field, it's everywhere except on the mainstream media because they don't want you to know about it. But people are waking up, and we are um, we are awakening. And and this is this is what's called in Saint John's uh, revelations, the awakening revelations, the revelation of the truth, what is really going on. And and as we realize all of that, this is not about fighting the old the old power structure. This is not about trying to bring it down. This is about having a reference point of truth in order for you to create a new reality, for us to create a new reality that has, that is based on, on, on love and respect for life and recognition of our true divinity. And this is the future that we're creating. And it comes out, it's made out of frequency. It's made out of the frequency of awakening of your heart, of the opening of your heart. We are all uh, bricks of or stones or, or you know, Pieces of this puzzle, right? The bricks of this building, uh, foundational pieces, right? And as we awaken, we begin to broadcast a signal that uh, uh, um, uh, changes matter because it's changing us and it's changing reality. The power of God is the power of God. We are here to uh, become um, 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 beacons of, 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 of signal of a very specific frequency tone that everybody has a unique uh, uh, frequency, a uh, uh, specific frequency tone. And that's what it's all about. That is what changes reality. That is what changes nature. And that is what we're doing here. And so if you, you on that page, you can see all of that stuff. There's also social media. You can follow us on Telegram and Truth Social and Clubhouse and Rumble and Twitter. And all of those, all of those uh, um, are there for you to follow. I'm not a teacher of anything. I'm just studying this stuff. This is my daily story. I'm putting it in podcast format so that people can find this wonderful system, which is a trick. This thing has no dogma. This is not a religion. This is a trick, a trick that is so vast and, and it focuses your attention because that's where the true uh, movement is. When we focus our attention on something, then the light of creation begins to flow and we're going to find answers. But all of this is just a trick. 64 different ways to move from, from fear to love. And there is no such thing as fear or time. There is only love. But because we have been given free will, we can invent anything you can imagine. 
And so if you can, if you can imagine fear, then you are experiencing fear. And this is, this is where we're living here. We're living illusions. And so as, as, as we put our attention on this wonderful high-frequency philosophy, data, information, this is not truth, then we are having, we're, we're, we're having a conversation with God, high-frequency conversation, and we're going to get high-frequency answers that can manifest in our lives as physical or metaphysical or both. And that is what's going to give us experience. And that is when we can have knowledge, we can have truth. Your personal experience, either physical or metaphysical and, and or both, it's your truth. And when you have truth, it's electromagnetic. This is embodied. This is vibrational truth. And this is what, this is what builds the future. These beacons that we become when we are awakening, when we know. And this is what's called in, around the masters, call us entrainment field. Their aura, their electromagnetic field, it's truth. It's light. And so uh, this is what happens to the uh, masters when, the, when at some point they have this rapture, right? It's an opening of, 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 the, of, the, of the metaphysical, physical and metaphysical uh, conduits within the body for this cosmic energy to flow through and, and burn away everything. And, and that's where we're going. That's our future. And uh, these experiences can happen at any moment. It happened to St. Francis of Assisi. In a moment, he just saw the stars and realized the entire of creation. It happens, and those are the famous ones, but it happens to it happens to people throughout history. It has happened to the shamans in the tribes in Australia and South America and Africa and India and Russia, all over the world, Native Americans, right? Um and, but we don't have, uh, this is not the kind of stuff that the Matrix wants you to know about because they want your your focus to be in stupidity so that you can remain stupid and don't realize your true nature, who, you're, who you truly are. We are all kings and queens. We are the children of God and we are divine beings. And and our our heritage and our destiny is what's what's unfolding right now. And it can't be controlled. We are unruly uh, uh, beings of light. And, and we are taking back our bodies. And we're taking back our creation, which is this reality. We are here to reclaim the kingdom of heaven. And that's our work. And it's a personal work. This is nobody can do this for you. You have to show up and focus. You have to focus your attention, have that conversation with God, discover who you are by experiencing your life. You can't uh, what's it called? Uh, outsource this one. <laughs> you have to walk it. So um so so let's dive into this second part of this jinky number 30 rapture, right? Early manifestations of this city and the 29th city of devotion can also cause all kinds of difficulties in the human body since we have not yet evolved to fully carry this extremely high emotional frequency. And there are not emotional frequencies. This, this is a mistake that uh, Richard Rod is writing here. These are not emotional. These are uh, um, electromagnetic. Emotional are chemical consequences in the body. Emotions are polarized, um, uh, uh, separated, uh, uh, chemical, electrochemical responses to, to attention of, of low frequency. These are um, uh, high 
a vibrational frequency. You could call them feelings or you can call it states of being. But this is electromagnetic frequencies that has no have no polarity. And because they're depolarized, they're going to burn down every um, um, se every separ separation. They're going to fuse the positive and negative within us. And that's why uh, the body is not, uh, you know, if you're not ready for this, you could go mad with one of these things, right? If it happens, some people have this uh, awakening, this Kundalini experience, and they're like frying, you know, it's, it does happen. It could fuck you up if you're not ready. Um, so in this respect, the 30th city has a particular role to play within the evolution of the human solar plexus system as described in the 55th Jinky. We haven't gotten that one, but that's kind of going to be as another, uh, you know, kind of is the polar opposite of, not polar opposite, but the kind of like the counterpart of the 22nd Jinky. We went through that one and it was a massive study of 20, 30 days. I don't know how, how many episodes we did with that one. But the 55th is is basically what we're going through right now. And we're going to get to that at some point towards the end of our study here. But that is the movement from victimization to freedom. And and um, and it's what, what we're doing here. Just taking responsibility for our lives, for our experiences. And and so we're gonna we're gonna be looking into that at some point. But the role of the 30th city is to burn all human desire from our DNA. So basically what this thing does, the rapture is going to put to... Because when you have no time, you see, desire can only exist within time. As long as our attention is here and what we want is there, there's time. There's the space between your focus and your manifestation, right? But when time gets burned out of the DNA then there is no longer uh, something that your attention cannot be looking at something outside of the present. So desire is burned right there, but it's it's embedded in the DNA. We have these cravings at the, the human level, this hunger for whatever, at any level you are in your evolution, we have these desires, right? And so uh, we go through life, uh, you know, working one by one, one by one, but when we reach to this point, it's kind of like the match that burns what whatever's rest on the field, and in order to create to make make this soil fertile for a new crop, and that's what happens at, at a genetic level. This means that humans who attain this city are performing an important genetic task on behalf of the entire collective. They are allowing their vehicle to deliberately. They deliberately short-circuit and burn out the collective desire of our past because we are electromagnetically connected to every single person. This is the, this is the divine dichotomy. This is the paradox. When any one of us, and this is, this is what happens when Jesus came here, when Buddha came here, they change history because they change their DNA, that the, their DNA is connected to all of humanity. We have an avatar that ascends, that becomes enlightened. It's changing the future. It's changing humanity. And so when these ecstatics, uh, uh, the, the, the rapture reaches their DNA, their DNA is triggering an, a, a, a collective um, uh, uh, effect, a ripple effect throughout all of the genetic pool. Because it's not 
linked necessarily only physical. There's this is a metaphysical connection that that connects all of all of life, everybody. So the DNA is an antenna. It's connected to everybody else, right? Now this is where we're struggling right now, and I think the power of God is so is so advanced that whatever this mRNA uh, you know attempt at hijacking humanity, it's going to uh, it's going to um, it's not going to work because because you know the power of God traversing through the antenna of the DNA, reaching as a, as the frequency rises. It, yes, there are going to be a lot of deaths and a lot of people are not going to be able to handle this this transition. But a lot of people might even receive this frequency as we move through a higher frequency and, and burn down all of this toxicity that has been injected in, in people. This, this, I don't know if the ones who receive three or four doses plus the boosters can make it, but... You know, at least, you know, if they got one or two, they're already there. They're immune. There are people that are already cleaning themselves up. The power of the power of God is unmatched. You cannot. And these bodies have been designed to take, a, you know, a, a, there's this. I hear, you know, this hearsay, but I hear say that a lot of um, extraterrestrial races uh, covet our DNA. They say that we are so advanced genetically. That they're we're like the ultimate vehicle in in the in the galaxy. They come here, they want it because they say whatever we put, they our DNA reaches out to to become more and more. Most of these races have just very limited uh, uh, expansion of their DNA. They they don't have that the diversity that we have here. We're incredibly amazing race at a genetic level, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if we are capable of just, you know, evolved past this, you know, uh, mute, uh, genetic attempt at hijacking our future, right? Um, so, um, um, so this means that humans who attain this city are performing an important genetic test on behalf of the collective. They are allowing their vehicle to deliver to be deliberately short circuit and burn out the collective desire of our past. That perk that goes with this role is that is that they experience the divine rapture. This is the rapture, right? The opening of the electromagnetic field through the nervous system, burning out everything. In the 22nd jinki, the process of transcendence through this 30th jinki directly mirrors the purification of the second astral body, the infrared body, and its assimilation into the higher buddhic body, the fifth body. It is the human longing of the 30th jinki that creates enough bhakti to catalyze the higher currents of grace from within the higher self. This is exactly what I'm telling you. This, the bhakti is the subtle fluidic emanation that rises up from this purification of human longing. So as we're cleaning the, the longing, because we're longing for home, at the very end, every time you want to have a relationship, every time you want to have a burger, every time you want to have a cigarette, or every time you want to make money, all of this is longing for God at the very root uh, of of it, you know, these are just the kind of like external manifestations of the root desire, which is longing for God, longing for home, right? So this is the bhakti, this emanation that rises from the purification. It's like if we were talking about looking at the body from an alchemical perspective, we are a, a, a cauldron, 
where we are we are purifying this this base metal right that which is uh, uh, is uh, um, consciousness a lower frequency consciousness being sifted into and kind of emanating if you were like boiling something as an example right because you know this is metaphysical but it, it, and then you got these uh, um, uh, gases that that would be would be traveling to a higher container right you, you got like another container at the top it's like, kind of like a chemical transmutation and and so uh, it is this emanation um this is the purification of human long longing. It is an emanation that reaches up into the body, buddhic body, and activates its counterpart known as Shakti. Shakti is the divine essence that descends or rains down upon the initiate and causes the state of rapture. So these are just terms that you know the Hindu have been using to uh, uh, explain this this process, right? And uh, there's so much more about this. We're just kind of touching the surface of because these people have mapped this stuff. There's a lot of people that have gone through this stuff in India, and there are tons of of of, of studies and 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 books that talk about this very specific thing. But this only it's kind of like we're voyeur voyeurs of this stuff because this is this is an experiential thing that when we're putting it into words, it's, it lacks prof profound. Like we, every time we talk about a city, it's the same thing. We're just talking words. Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't really mean anything. But still, putting our attention on all of this stuff is, is aligning us with this timeline of assumption. And you are starting to get, you're getting little glimpses of stuff. It does change you to contemplate this. It's very powerful. Um. So it is this interchange of bhakti and shakti that characterizes the 30th city. Of rapture, the divine longing expressed as bhakti is an evolutionary force. We're moving forward, whereas the divine grace expressed as shakti is the involutionary force. You would say that that is the uh, the landing of of the light of creation in this reality, and then and then the shakti, um, and then the um, what's it called uh, um, the bhakti is the. Um, um, Shakti is the is the landing, right? Uh, um, once we once we open up, and then the bhakti is um, um, is God really holding us together. So you have this evolution, involution. As I was talking about, this star of David, right, which is the star of the initiate. You're 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 bringing that center right in the center. You have that balance. You have that involutionary force that's bring that brought us here. You know, we started, you know, at the beginning of, 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 of reality uh, from the origin of this womb, this universe, landing, creating time as we, as we transcend through the bodies because there are planes of existence that are not physical and we're creating time. And so we land here. Now we have here all of our experiences that are consuming this, this uh, suturing this wound, right, consuming these desires, one by one by one through millions of lifetimes. And that's how we are evolving, returning back. But now we're returning back with the healing. We know what life is, not because somebody told us, but because we were there. And so in the future genetic vehicle of humanity, this 30th city will cease to exist, having deliberately burned itself out. 
The experience of divine rapture is a genetic anomaly within the evolutionary program for humanity. I wouldn't call it genetic anomaly. I would call it like an endpoint, right? This is kind of like, poop, this is where this is where the, you know, this is kind of like a path because all of these cities are path to enlightenment, you know? So uh, they're all working different ways to get to the same place. So the experience of the divine rapture is this divine, you know, evolutionary, you know, program for humanity. It has one purpose alone, to kill desire in order that a new awareness can dawn. Interestingly, the 29th city of devotion will not share the same fate as the 30th city of rapture, but will go on to form the basis of human relationships and therefore whole communities at a whole different level, because now you would see the beloved in everyone. I'm really looking forward for that one because you you know you go through life and you see a bunch of assholes. <laughs> You're like, fuck, I'm not enlightened, god damn it. <laughs> like these people piss me off. But imagine getting to that point where you can actually see God, no matter how anybody behaves. That is where we're going. That is where the open heart will take us eventually, right? All those who have a deep affinity with this 30th jinky will experience certain degrees of this burning within their lives. We can easily see it working its way out of humanity at its lower frequencies through all those in whom devotion and rapture are translated into external destruction and devotional fanatism. So kind of that would be kind of like the dark side of this uh, of people that didn't really were able to digest this experience. They were just burned and they became fanatics or, you know, uh, uh, you know. They just became like, for example, artists that are really, really touch God through their art, but they can't really reach it. They become mad. And and, and you would see, you know, like probably Jackson Pollock had a little bit of that, you know, and not, not very advanced, but, you know, many of, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Van Gogh, right? You know, and, and, and that's just artists, but th- there's mystics, there's, you know... Uh, it can happen anywhere, but at that point you you lose it. You lose it because the personality doesn't really want to die, and so you're fighting that war inside of yourself. It has to go, and what does that ultimately mean? Is that there's no longer gonna be anything there. You become a vessel for God. There is not even you anymore. There's just the frequency tone that you wear. Now has become the entire universe. How can you fucking imagine what that is even? We cannot even imagine that. It's an experience that is beyond imagination. It is the essence of, it is all of imagination altogether at once. Imagine all thoughts, all possible observations, all existing simultaneously in the present. You cannot put God in a box. So this is this is the short circuit that happens, you know, and, and, and you know, only the master with a lot of training can, uh, you know, at some point really allow this, this process to, to, but, you know, once you take this journey, there's no way back. And the uh, um, Castaneda work, they call it the abstract flight, right? You, you're going to, uh, you, at that point, you're traveling through parallel universes, awake consciousness, what's it called? They call it um, dreaming awake. There is a whole world that opens up. It's a completely different experience. So the higher your frequency rises, however, the more you must surrender to the divine currents that are waiting to burn you into a higher state of consciousness. 
And that's ultimately what happens. You have to let go of everything, of everything. And so um, that's why, you know, when we're talking about these cities, we're talking about, you know, contemplating, uh, you know, aligning ourselves with the timeline of ascension. But our real work is just moving from the shadow to the gift because that's what we can do by by doing our spiritual reps and, and, and focusing on opening the heart and, and receiving all this pain that comes from uh, from the experiences that um that, that, you know, they're coming back is the ripple of our whatever we've done in this or other lifetimes. You know, we've been, we've been, we've been bad. Uh, you know, we've done shit that, you know, we don't, we wouldn't even want to know. But you wouldn't be thinking about love if you hadn't gone through the darkness first. And that's our job to the point that you even lose this need for transcendence. And then at that point, that's when God shows you the way. But it's not something that you can um, you can make happen. It's something that, and what I mean you is, I mean the personality. It's something that, uh, you know, one day you're ready and then it happens. And if it happens, great. And if not, you die and you come back and that's fine too. But but you, you live the fulfilled life because that is really what we can do here. So we've reached the end of the of this episode, This the end of this jinky you know, with this rapture, right, to, to, to be able to uh, experience the, an electromagnetic awakening through your nervous system, a kundalini rising, right, and, and reach to the other side. There is no other side for the personality on this one. The, what you become is no longer human. It's, it's, a, it's a new form of being. And, 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 and you know, we have, we, can, we have the ability to experience that. If you travel to India, there's places where you can actually see these people um here in the in the in the west is not not really that much because they they put these people in, in in insane asylums they can't handle that much energy it did totally defies any logic and and any constructs and labels and boxes that you know this matrix try to put on people to keep them under control and so um but these are kind of like just you know entertainment because ultimately, you know, this is not even our job. You know, we look at it because it's, it's valuable, but uh, but our the true work is really that self love that that and the paradoxical divine dichotomy one self love by seeing yourself inside of everyone. That is uh, that you know to really digest that paradox to the point that it dissolves the personality. That's what we can do ultimately, and the ultimate dissolution. That's where we make that abstract flight that jump into into non-human that's where we're going but you can only go there when you don't want to go there (laughs) oh anyway so thank you thank you so much for listening i'm your host epifanio and this is planet homemaking podcast you can listen to the podcast every day monday through sunday we're on every podcast app out there and at uh, the bottom of journal.tv, you'll see the Pioneers link. You That will take you to the, our episodes, which are interviews with people which have awakened to, to a degree, certain degree, uh, you know, metaphysical or more metaphysical or both. And they're sharing what they found in their journey uh, of healing. And everybody can, when you find a healing for yourself, you find a healing for a certain uh, uh, gene pool, a certain... Uh, tribe that that will resonate with what you have to give 
And that's why we all are so important because my message can reach everybody because not everybody is in the same frequency that, that this will hit them. But other people will, and it will it will reach their their tribe, right? And that's so that's what we're doing here, just helping each other rise this mountain and and move through these uh, uh, dark ages that we're in that are ending right now. So all of that you can see those interviews. They're also on video. You can find them if you click on that pioneers link at the bottom of John TV. That's J O U R N TV. At the bottom right corner, we also have a support button. We have a very specific coaching program where we help people move through their dark night of the soul if they're ready to move, because some people are not. And uh, but it doesn't have to take forever. It's really that transition from uh, you know. Uh, trying to uh, you know get what you want and and realizing that you have to give what you want and 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 that makes all the difference because now it transforms you into a vessel and 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 really what you really want is love what we all want is love but it's not going to come from a person it comes from god and that is the realization you can't go back to who you were you have a new future and that future is 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 uh Becoming part of the awakening, becoming that frequency, very specific beacon that you are. And and we help people realize that because nobody can tell you that. I can't tell you. I don't know what you are, but I can help you see it for yourself. And we have a very specific coaching program. We help people move through that phase of, of their spiritual awakening. And if uh, you want to learn more about that, click on that link and there's more information there about that. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.